when Festus Kayamo appeared before the Senate, you know, all the, the, uh, the drama and yeah. all that that, that yeah. happened, you know. Akpabio had to, to run to, to, uh, to the villa to, to, to meet President Bolat, you know, you know, to explain things to him. I think uh, at the meeting, maybe um, the president uh, mandated Kayamo to apologize to the Senate. Okay. So that, and after the closed-door meeting and all that, Kayamo appeared before the Senate again and started apologizing. You know, it's, it's, this is just a drama. <laughs> it is just a drama. It is a script that has been written already just for them to come and start playing the script for us. This is Premium Times Half Hour every Thursday at 11 a.m. On today's episode, we are moving from discussing development issues to politics. And as you are all aware by now that President Bola Tinubu has nominated his cabinet members and their names were sent to the Senate for screening. This will be the crux of our conversation today. And I'll be having a conversation with Abdukuduz Ogundako, Premium Times' correspondent covering the Nigerian Senate. He will share in about 30 minutes the major highlights of things that occurred at the seven days ministerial screening. I am Titi Lokwe Fadari and welcome to Premium Times Half Hour. This is Premium Times Half Hour every Thursday at 11 a.m. On this podcast show, we discuss important issues and matters of national importance. Premium Times is Nigeria's leading investigative and accountability platform, and we bring this show to you weekly as part of our mandate of providing the information you need to make informed decisions. The show spotlights exclusive reports produced by Premium Times reporters from in-depth investigations, unique analyses, to human angle stories. I'll share some important stories we published during the week. The first is an editorial titled Hunger in the Land and Ominous Adamawa Warehouse Looting. The editorial spotlighted a recent mayhem that occurred in Adamawa State where youths in large numbers invaded warehouses belonging to the National Emergency Management Agency in Adamawa State and looted relief materials which indicate hunger in the country. The editorial further juxtaposed recent economic moves by the president and the prevailing hardships experienced by Nigerians. The report urged President Bola Ahmed Tinubu, the federal government of Nigeria, and all 30 state governors to be wary of the consequences of social action driven by mass hunger. Another interesting report published by Premium Times is an expose which disclosed that when Chinobu's ministerial nominee, Hanatu Musawa, was once rejected by the Senate for skipping NYSE. This happened in 2020 when Musawa was appointed by the former president, Muhammad Buhari, into PENCOM. He had to forward a replacement as a result of this. Like the previous report, the next report is an investigation that re revealed how another Tinubu's ministerial nominee was involved in the NYSC certificate controversy. Mr. Tunji Ojo, who is the ministerial nominee, presented an NYSC certificate with discrepancies which raised questions about its authenticity. 
and recently the NYSE said it made a mistake in missing out the printing of Tunji Ojo's um, NYC certificate. True or false? Well, you can read up on these reports on our website www.premiumsciencenergy.com. We'll take a short break and when I return, we'll start a conversation on the ministerial screening. Stay tuned. News beyond the surface. Investigations that uncover deep secrets. Analysis with thought-provoking perspectives. Reports that focus on human interest. Premium Times, a leading digital news platform, brings you these and more every hour through videos, written and podcast reports. Visit our website on www.premiumtimesng.com and follow us on all social media platforms for timely updates on politics, entertainment, sport and business. Don't miss out. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, this is Premium Times Afra brought to you on Premium Times Podcast. I'm Titi Lokwe Fadari and I am with Abdukuduz Ogundakbo, Premium Times' sending correspondent who covered the ministerial screening. The screening started on the 31st of July and ended August 7. And since the screening, there, there has been like really interesting and fascinating updates that emanated from it. And this is what Abdukuduz, my colleague, will be spotlighting. Abdukuduz, welcome for the first time to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> is it your first time? Well, for Nothing. the weekly update, no. But for conversations, um, week, um, what do you call it now? Um, half hour, for half hour. Okay. Yes, this yeah, is the yeah, first yeah. time. But for the weekly news update, no, this is not the first time. So yeah. welcome to Premier Times Half Hour Podcast. How are you doing you. today? I'm fine. I'm fine. And I must commend you. It's been a rigorous oh, responsibility covering it, the ministerial screening. It has not been easy. Very, very stressful. <laughs> let's, let's not, let's not, <laughs> because we are going to, we're going to talk about how everything went down. And I, I must, I must say it's actually, it's actually, um, it's a tedious one. I've been through that process before, so I totally understand what you're talking about. <laughs> but before we go into that, let's start with this. For Nigerians yeah. who are unaware of how the ministerial screening works, can you explain how this screening process is conducted? Okay. Um, Thank you very much for asking that question. You know, firstly, we need to understand that um, a total of 48 persons were nominated for this screening, but um, out of the 48, 45 were confirmed and um, three others were rejected as a result of um, security clearance. That's according to what um, the senior president told us, that they were rejected according uh, because of um, security clearance. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, even among the f these 45 that were confirmed, we have um, some others who have um, the educational, who are, who, whose certificates are questioned. But without, firstly, before going into that, how the screening, how the screening was done, you know, it has proce procedures, it has time, it has, there are certain questions related to um, the CV of a particular nominee, mm. and um, it, it even appears that the, a, a senator, like, you know, in, in all the states, we have three senators. Mm. So it depends on the way a, the senator of a nominee try mm. to uh, kind of... Cajole, um, exactly, mm. okay. to, to defend his, his nominee and mm. the state. Mm. So it depends on the, uh, how strong 
the 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 fence is so yeah. before um, the, the senators could know how uh, sort of some questions that will be asked mm -hmm. and aside from that there are some who enjoyed um the senate tradition who would only but let's let's not let's not talk let's not go into all that yet because i already it's like you're already bringing out the jews <laughs> let's 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 just you know so so the idea is that um I, maybe in a way the ministerial nominee would have met their senate their se representatives in the senate who would then, you know, put in some mouths for them uh, on the floor so that yeah, they would exactly, not build exactly. so much. Yeah, exactly, yes. Okay, so when they come in, they'll go through their CV, ask them certain questions related to their CV. Exactly. And then from there, they move on to the next. Exactly. All right. Okay, so there were reports of ministerial nominees who had issues with their educational qualifications. Did the Senate notice this? And if yes, how did they handle it? Yeah, thank you very much. Yes, there are some of the nominees who had... Um, questionable educational certificates okay. that were tendered for the screening alongside their curriculum vitae. Mm. You can see um, we are all aware that um, Premium Times had reported some of these mm. discrepancies mm. In, in our previous report. Mm. We, you should be aware of um, the NYSE saga we reported on Ntuji Ojo, the mm. nominee from Ondo State, and um, same as Hannah Tumusawa from um, from mm. Castina. Mm. So we can we can say that um, there are discrepancies, there are issues in mm. most of this certificate. Mm. But you see, the truth of the matter is that nobody knows the criteria that the Senate used in confirming those that were passed. Mm. Of, of course, I believe that the Senate has a criteria for screening um, nominations from, mm. especially from from the president of the country. Mm. But you know, the issue is that these criteria, you know, of course there are criteria, but the issue is that the criteria are usually politicized. You know, mm. because this it has to do with politics. If the president is bringing any nomination, mm. of course, the president is already interested, mm. and the person is is he has dominated for mm. the screening. Mm. Of course, if the president is not interested, he wouldn't have dominated that person initially. Mm. So, of course, this criteria would would usually be, be be politicized in such a way that it will suit the the president's choice, okay. even if the, the the nominees, even if they were not. Uh, they didn't meet up the dark criteria. You know, mm. this is politics. There's usually a way around everything. So they will just find a way to suit the criteria. Although the, these criteria are not made public. Mm. Assuming they were made public, you know, the public would have usually just ju just opposed whether mm. um, these nominees, whether they fit mm. into the criteria or not. But since it has not been uh, made public, you know, they are, they, they usually um, owes. It's, it's, it's not easy for even the media to pick owes except for what premium times has been able to achieve. I want to peg on that. So, so is it that, aside premium times reports, at the Senate, these issues never came up at In all? A, no, 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 it's never. So, and they, definitely they would have submitted their documents. Of course. And definitely they would have seen the description, description but it was not spotlighted on the floor of the Red Chamber. Yep. Wow. All right. So, um, let's move on to the next question, which is, how would you rate the relationship of the executive and the legislature with regards to the screening process, because I know that um, in previous, like say the eighth relation, um, eighth national um, senate or national assembly, there was sort of like a rancorous relationship yes. between the executive and legislature. But in this situation, in this current assembly, in, re in regards to this ministerial screening, was there a sort of um, synergy? Did we see synergy, or there was a bit of back and forth, which caused the fact that three nominees were left out? Titi, you know, like I said earlier, that. Okay. Before the president would nominate someone, 
Definitely, mm. the president has already picked interest. He has interest. He, has, he knows the capacity of that person. He knows reasons why he picked a particular nominee. Mm. So, he has interest in it already. Mm. And you see, this um, what we are saying. I want you to understand that um, the current president we have in Nigeria is a politician mm. who knows how to make his mm. way around whatever mm. he wants, whatever mm. he wishes, whatever he wants. He, he knows how to make a way around it. And you shouldn't mind the fact that the same president, Bolatinumbu, single-handedly picked Gozul Akpabio as the Senate president mm -hmm. of this 10th Senate. And of course, you know, being the Senate president, you will never go against the wishes of, of your principal. Mm. Gozul Akpabio will never go against wishes of, uh, of, of the president because, you know, the, the, um, the, the process which he used to emerge as the Senate president, mm. if not because of um, the backing, the mm. support he had mm. from the presidency and the party and all that, you know, it's, it, it wouldn't have been announced, uh, or let me say, it wouldn't have been uh, have emerged as the Senate president. So that is why he would never go against the wishes of the, uh, of, of the president. You know, I think it, it's even, we can all attest to it when um, Festus Kayamo, which they nominate from Delta when he appeared before the Senate for screening. Mm. You, we can attest to it that, you know, this, there, is, there is cordial relationship between the Senate. It's just more or less like rubber stamp. But, you know, they are just starting. We can't we can start can saying that they are, um, they, are, they are rubber stamp. <laughs> they are right. just starting. But we, we can attest to it, mm. you know. When uh, when Festus Kayamo appeared before the Senate, you know all the the uh, the that. drama and yeah. all that that, that yeah. happened. You know, Akpabio had to to run to to uh, to the villa to to, to meet President Bola Tinubu, you know, to explain things to him. I think uh, at the meeting, maybe um, the president uh, mandated Kayamo to apologize to the Senate. Okay. So that and after the closed door meeting and all that. Kayamo appeared before the Senate again and started apologizing. You know, it's, it's, this is just a drama. <laughs> it is just a drama. It is a script that has been written already just for them to come and start playing the script for us. So I, I just don't want to use that, um, the, the, the word rubber stamp because they are just starting. This is mm. a, a new um, Senate. They are just starting. Well, I think there is, there is not uh, a rigorous screening, a rigorous process between... Mm. All these between them, I mean, they 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 seen it, and uh, not even the seen it this time between the National Assembly and the, and executive. the executive. All right, okay. So let's quickly move on to when I when I was covering the Senate, um, especially the ministerial screening, I was aware that there's a tradition called bow and go. Bow and go in the sense that if you are even if you are a state lawmaker, so long you have a a parliament experience, they will just tell you, oh, is our colleague. Yeah. Or even if it's a woman, oh, she's a woman, yeah. let her just bow and go without any conversation or discussion or interrogation. Yeah. Did we see that play in the current ministerial screen? Yes, of course. There are, there are, there are, there are several that happened like that. There are several, like former, so far you are a former lawmaker, whether in the House of Rep or in the Senate, okay. the tradition is that, um, although, you know, it's not a law. 
there is no law that it's not stated in any law. There is no law that states it, but it is just the tradition of the Senate that if you are a former lawmaker, whether in the House of Rep or in the Senate, whenever you appear before the Senate for confirmation or for screening, you will just take a bow and go in such a way that you will not be scrutinized. You will not be questioned whether you have uh, corruption cases, whether you have pending issues, or whether you have anything. You will not be questioned. You will not be grilled. That is what the, the Bahango means. And of course, there are people who enjoyed that privilege. Mm. Former lawmakers in the House of Reps, former lawmakers in the Senate, they, they enjoyed um, this privilege. Even former governors, even mm. former governors. Although, uh, during um, the, 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 the Ninth Senate, we, they, they included women okay. in their home who okay. gets this privilege. Mm. But... Uh, in this Senate, in this 10th Senate, women were, were grilled, except oh, wow. those who were maybe, whether uh, former lawmakers in the House of Rep or in the... Mm. But women were grilled. Mm. But former governors were exempted. Former governors were not questioned, even the ones with um, corruption cases, wow. even the ones having EFCC issues, they were not grilled. They, wow. were, they, they only appeared, explained, introduced themselves, their background, their achievement, and the Senate President would say take a bow and go. and go. Although it started from, from um, when uh, former Rivers governor in some wiki, when he appeared before the Senate, he only, he only spoke about his achievements, he told himself to the senators mm. and all that. Then, Senate President just said, uh, he's, 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 uh, he's a former governor, a former this, a former that, uh, he has the capacity and all that. So, so since he started from some wiki, mm. other, other um, senators whose nominee were also former governors That's were yeah, exactly well. exactly mm. we're pleading that since it mm. happened <laughs> on that before wiki so of course they should all, they, they should also enjoy wow. the same privilege this is where we wrap up today's episode i hope you had a fantastic time with us make sure you keep it a date with us on premium times half hour every thursday on premium times this podcast again this show is brought to you by premium times a leading multimedia news platform which serves you every mini stories that can help you make informed decisions and hold public officials individuals and organizations accountable we have cartoons videos podcasts and other interesting content for your delight and for timely updates on politics entertainment sports and business visit our website www.premiumtimesng.com and follow us on all our social media platforms We'll be here again, same time, same day next week. Have a great weekend. News beyond the surface. Investigations that uncover deep secrets. Analysis with thought-provoking perspectives. Reports that focus on human interest. Premium Times, a leading digital news platform, brings you these and more every hour through videos, written and podcast reports. Visit our website on www.premiumtimesng.com and follow us on all social media platforms for timely updates on politics, entertainment, sport and business. Don't miss out.